I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How are you now? It's James Whelan, Managing Director of the Barclay Pierce Asset Management Team. It is the Theory of Thing Investment Podcast, uh, Episode 8 Billion. It is the 24th of November, 2023, and a reminder that all information contained herein if it is advice it is general if it is anything else then it is not advice at all i am joined by heath moss of hlm investments heath how are you now uh, not too bad mate not too bad getting through a bit of a man flu sort of thing but yeah we're getting there we're getting there i hope you're well as well all uh, right i am well actually i just realized something uh okay google studio on wait for it didn't work Okay, Google Studio. There it is. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you can stop now, buddy. That's all right. Okay. Yeah, hey, there you yeah. go. We are you are live live from the from Studio One at the Barclay Pierce HQ. Um, I get full use of the facilities. It's fantastic to be here, and I love every second of it. I will mm. be presenting on Tuesday, the twenty eighth of November, at the Ensemble All Advisor PD Day. If you're an advisor or anything in financial services, then please come and check it out. It's going to be great. Also, if you're an advisor who's looking for a job, send me a note because I'm on the I'm on the hunt. I'm on the hunt for the, mm. the hungry hungry types that want to get in there and and uh, and want to be able to do things compliance minded. We have a very big strong compliance culture here at the Parklake Pierce. So, please mm. let me know, Heath. Over to you. Beautiful, beautiful. You want to get straight into it? You want to get into oh, the, uh, the wrap? Mate, it's beautiful. Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. I've got Turkey Day is. All of my priority right now, there's football on the TV. We are doing, we're currently trying to get, or not trying to, we're actually currently pushing people away from getting this deal, the corporate deal going that we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's going pretty well. This goes to America, so I can't talk about it. But, yeah, so we're, so we're just doing that. It's, it's a buzzing hub of activity, and I want to get back to work, um, which is fantastic. So, mate, and then I've got to try and get this turkey. I've got a turkey situation, right? It's still rock hard. So I've got to cook turkey on Sunday. Everyone, we always do this big thing. We wear turkeys on our heads, and we got the football jumpers. We got the college ball on. It's fantastic. I um, I put it in the fridge. You got to defrost your turkey in the fridge. Fridge. Yep. And I put it in on Tuesday night, and I checked this morning. It is. It's still rock, man. You can have to do that to deep fry turkey like they do in the states. That. You know, like, extremely dangerous. <laughs> even with all of the ads, that it's just like whatever yeah. you do, do not do this. Yeah. yeah, I should do that. Kill my friends yeah, and family. Yeah. It's going to be Dun- Dunking in a barrel that's you know piping hot, and you do the deep fry thing and hope that you know you don't get scalded. So yeah, yeah but uh, it's not a not a bad problem to have, isn't it? No, <laughs> Frozen <good>. turkey. <laughs> I actually bought. So I bought. This is amazing. I, stepping into new. Uh, this is actually going to relate to something I was talking about here, just with consumer. Consumer spending where it is um, on debt. So Gareth Ed put something onto the chat just with the amount of loans. So this is personal loans being taken out to buy. Oh, no, it was actually Colga. Colga put it on Twitter. Um, the amount of personal loans or small loans that are being taken out to buy consumer goods. And I was just like, well, technically, that was sort of almost me because I thought that my fridge, my mini fridge, got a bar fridge that sits outside now. My bar yep. fridge, I thought it had died after we moved back into the house. Six months it was sitting outside. I was thinking, okay, it died. 
because then one day I just stopped working. Um, mm -hmm. And like an idiot, I didn't actually check the entire, the, all of the reasoning because I'm just very busy. And went to buy, I went, I bought, I bought another mini fridge. I bought a little one. It's a tiny little one. It's like that. It's like 70 centimeters high. Um, and yeah, plug that in next to it. And hang on a minute, this doesn't turn on either. And realized that the circuit had tripped. And oh, so no. I, I now have two working mini fridges sitting on the balcony outside in my little beer garden area, which I've built in uh, outside my house. I and they said that I wouldn't amount to anything, and now I'm just like the absolute <laughs> pinnacle, pinnacle of boganness out here with my little, with my with my two little bar fridges. One's just full Your of cores. One's just got a frozen turkey sitting in it. <laughs> Your mini fridge throwing sitting upon your mini I'm, fridge throwing. <laughs> I'm so wealthy. I'm so rich. I've got two mini fridges. I, it's 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 incredible. It's incredible. Um. Oh. Anyway, so that's my biggest that's my biggest headache at the moment. Doing that that and you know running a thing, doing everything that I'm doing. Beautiful. What do you got? Beautiful. Not much. Uh, you want to push the buttons? I know. I'll do the buttons. Out. I was going to do You didn't even have to ask that time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. beautiful. Ooh, look at that. All right. That's bullish. SBX uh, looking good. A qu very quiet week this week, of course, with Thanksgiving in the US. US market shut last night and only half a day uh, tonight. Uh, I think the US is up about 1%. Uh, NASDAQ very similar. Yields continue to drift down. Not much macro out there at all. Um, I'm just looking at my notes. What macro? Durable goods orders came out. We were very, very soft, down five, 5.5% when they were expected to be up 4.6%. Uh, um, without defence, they were down 6.7%. 6, 6 um, obviously, yeah. defence is a huge contributor to durable goods because you know, a lot of defensive products being made, you know, you these jets and warships, et cetera, so they, they all contribute to that. Um, etc. So, but outside of that, it's been, it's been a very very quiet week um, for all things macro and and US markets. I'll just bring the uh, yields up because why not? Um, ten year yields. yields. There we go. You can see it just slowly drifting down there now. Um, probably coming back to that old high around the four thirty five there around about there the last last peak. Um, but the, the theme continues, US data continues to soften, um, sentiment continues to soften in terms of yields, um, uh, what is his face, uh, Powell, etc. They're all, you know, talking a hawkish talk, but they have to do that. They have to maintain that until the very last second and then they'll pivot um, because otherwise if they start getting too dovish, then yields come down further and it, you know, undo, done, undoes all the good work that they've done. Um, so yeah, that's about it for the US. So the XJO, um, again, similar theme, nice little pop there out of the range. Um, looking to come up towards that uh, 200 day moving average. We are yeah. up, what are we up this week? Or are we down? I can't remember. We're down 0.3% this week, um, yes, for the XJO. Again, not much happening here. We had the Judo Bank composite come out, um, the PMIs for manufacturing and services, both very, very soft. Um, the RBA minutes and uh, Bullock spoke uh, this week again, very hawkish, re, uh, reaffirming their stance that if you know if they need to do, they'll raise rates again. Again, can we talk about? Can we talk about Bullock? Yeah, go for it. Can we talk about this nonsense seriously? Like about the dentists and hairdressers that she, she mentioned in there. Oh, I, I didn't so, hear that overall, okay. but what did she say? Part of part of his part of his speech was people keep going to the dentists and hairdressers and those things are, are expensive and they're getting more expensive, uh, and they have been and that's sort of what's pushing up inflation and 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 she didn't directly say it and she didn't and, and it's sort of some of people have misconstrued what she said as being stop going to the dentist because uh, it's you're, you're the reason why inflation is going up and it's sort of not, yeah. not really what she said 
However, we actually we had Gareth. It's always it's always handy having an economist at CBA um, just mm. sort of doing stuff. He, he's chucked, he's put some very simple sort of maths up here with it, and just showing exactly where um, dental health dental services are way down the list of things for, for price increases, like way down mm-hmm. the way down the list. It's not only was she wrong. Not only was she wrong to say it, but she was actually wrong in the facts of doing it. Um, I've got some real questions. There's, there's qu- there are question marks over her communication skills at the moment and her ability to communicate at a time when she needs to be. And I'm not saying it's it's, gonna, it's, not, it's not saying that's all. It just yeah, at a t- at a time now, I mean, low. The worst thing about his entire tenure was going to be those communication skills, like a yeah. couple of massive hangers in which he didn't quite specify what he should have. I think that maybe there's no change there and things need to be better. It just needs to be better. Mm. That's what, I'll, that's what yeah. I'll say because that was a real clanger. Um, and and, and if we roll back to when they raised uh, rates on Melbourne Cup Day, that was that was my main gripe is that they, 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 it was a dovish hike. So yields, you know, market, yields in the market still came down. It, yeah. it didn't. It didn't really do anything. Yeah, they hiked. The they hiked with the word. Yeah, the words didn't match the pictures. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and they, if they were going to hike, they needed to hike hard with a with a really hawkish tone if yeah. they wanted to have that impact. But they yeah. they didn't. And uh, I think there's a couple of missteps there already for for Bullock. And I, I'm I'm of the opinion that the data they're relying on is out, out of date. It lags too much. Um, they need to be looking more at what the banks are saying in terms of the transactions. Look at what uh, you know companies are saying on the ASX. Um, we've seen the Dares come out this morning, uh, Nick Scarley, JB Hi-Fi. They're all saying being very much very low foot traffic coming through, down about ten to fifteen percent. Sales are down, like for like sales are down. Um, prices are coming down. Um, Would costs you like are coming to talk down. about Scarley? Would you like yeah. to talk about Scarley? Hang on, I've got Scarley right here. I'm just going to pull up. I'm going to do my little mathematics here, and. There you go. I think you can yep. see that about as well. Nick Scarley advises that managing director and CEO Anthony Scarley has sold 4.6 million shares in the company mm. by way of a fully underwritten block trade. Ah, George Canards all over this one. An appendix three wide for the sh- three wide for the share sale. The partial disposal of Anthony Scarley's shareholding in the company is to diversify the family's assets and will increase the free fl- the free float of the company. Oh, how generous! Um, with the shares to be sold to institutional investors. Yeah, it's going um, Following the sale, Anthony Scarley, by his family investment company, Scarley Consolidated, will retain 6.4 million, more or less, roundup uh, shares in the company and 7.95. Yep. It's almost half of their holding. Yeah. it was. He's That's- still the largest holder. And, and this is uh, Nick Scarley, who started the business, his son, who received them and his siblings and, and the whole family received, I think it was 50... 50 percent of the company back in the early yeah. 2000s so they have been selling down uh, continuously well, is, over the last couple of decades i mean that's, that's not scully yourself that, no 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 it's anthony scully yeah, yeah anthony scully which is nick scully's son the ceo anthony, though yeah. okay let's yeah, just, the take, CEO just take it easy on this one okay right yeah, yeah. It's, so, and it's hardly like it's hardly like the stock is trading on crazy multiples where you're okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get a bit out now it's mm. trading at 11 times with a with a with a div yield that's not too bad at all mm. Um, I'm, I'm right, a big, it was just a big claim for me fan. about someone. Okay. I'm a big fan right. of Nick Scarley and the way it's run okay. and, and okay. The, 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 yeah, the, no. the quality of their business. Um, and to me, 
boss, it spooks the market. It, it's, it sends uh, shutters, you know, confidence in the stock. You know, will they sell more? Is there something wrong when they're not telling us about, et cetera, et cetera. It's quite yeah. common for, for large holders to sell down their things. And eventually the Scully family will probably walk away from this business. It doesn't, to me, there is no succession plan in there to keep the Scarly family within there once Anthony is done with it and he is getting on an age as well. So um, okay. I'm, I'm not right. too concerned. Yeah, You're a yeah. Scarly apologist and we know where you are. Your, your flag is planted very they, 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 they did buy a uh, mansion in, in the City Harbour for $16 million, um last month. So maybe they, they're using that to pay. Um, down at Rose, where do we go? For, I, I, there's a really nice lunch spot that's up past me. Mm. The Rose, I always get the mix. The Roselle, Roseville, Roseville, Roselle. Roselle is my my area. Roseville is is Balmain. Um, there's a nice little like a breakfast and lunch spot that's sort of down there by the water. And the Scarly, one of the I was going to say one of the Scarly boats is parked down there. And the thing is three stories high. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, you just love to, you just love to look at these big things, and they've done well. It's a beautiful business. Anyway, sorry, I'm going to yeah. go back to your thing. No worries. Out, so that's the XJO. Um, what are we? What else we need to talk about this morning? I mean, uh, let's, look. Oops, let's talk about China because a, a bit has been going on in that space. Okay, there's the copper chart. Yep, yep. So there's yep. the copper chart. You can see. The, I'll, I'll zoom out. You can see the big decline there uh, over the last that's twelve months. $4.30 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 77 pound, if I go back further, see where it's touched above there, yeah, some five, I think that's about five pound there. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's there's been a significant drop, and we all know the reason why. I mean, you know, Chinese economy. Uh, well, they shut down first, and then they've come back out. They haven't come out as strong. Real estate, etc., is suffering, and copper is a big proponent of uh, real estate and construction and what they However, use to construct things. Mm. However, the stimuli, stimulatus that they've uh, that they've been plowing in this week, uh, just with with regulatory lifting and the support for their property market is sort of what's been giving the short-term boost to copper and you yep. can see so you see that, that there's a red candle i'm just going to describe this to people so if you if you zoom in there and you pick a spot you see that you see the very high for the recent high there mm -hmm. so point to the recent high yeah that's when my note yep. about copper came out a couple of days ago <laughs> <laughs> you can pick it can't you <laughs> as sure as god wears sandals my friend it's uh jimmy's notes will come out look it's I, I, I'm extraordinarily bullish copper on the long term, as you well know. Same here. Um, yep. Short short term, I think that there's just going to be times when it's like, you know what, it's on here and and off we go. 
China's support yep. for their property sector is one of those things that will do it. More property buying, more copper needed, blah, blah, blah. You already know the story about that, what, the way mm -hmm. that goes. The fact that copper even held up as well as it has done whilst oil has been coming off as much as it has been. So oil's coming off because, oh, global growth, global growth, global growth. Um, and there's not as and there's more supply and everything is is there, but copper has not been responding the same way. That being said, copper does not respond the same way that it used to with the whole Dr. Copper BS, which I still will not allow anyone to say. Um, don't say don't don't say Dr. Copper in front of me unless you're saying it ironically, because copper doesn't move based on that sort of stuff anymore. However, if global growth was deteriorating as much as oil would suggest that it was, then copper would probably be responding to that in kind, regardless it's, of what it's, it's really. It's really just a Chinese proxy. I mean, they consume 60% of copper out there. So really it is, you know, a bellwether of the Chinese economy rather than, you know, Dr. You know, what it used to be, like you said, Dr. Copper, uh, you know, a couple of decades ago where it was a bellwether. Growth up. Yeah, Economic yeah. growth, yeah, yeah, global growth, yeah. Uh, so, yeah I'm going to pull these things. I'm going to pull these things up here, which came out of the Glencore report. So I'm just going to switch over to me for anyone. To add some value to people who want to watch on the YouTubes here, this is from the Glencore 2024 report um, from the mining sector. Uh, it's actually, sorry, it was actually someone else that did this one from, I had it written down here, uh, Wood McKenzie, they did a report on it. Um, uh, copper supply will shrink without investment in new production. We already know this long-term reasons for, for going copper. It's 36% um, 36 down by 2024, underneath the amount of operating copper mines and projects under construction that needs to be online. How much copper is needed for the transition to sustainable economy? 60 million tonnes. So currently we are producing, where are we? 25 million tonnes of refined copper mm -hmm. supply. 2022, 6.7 million tonnes of end-use scrap. Scrap is going to be more and more important as we go on. We're we're not even halfway to where we no. will need to be by 2020, by 2040s amazing renewable targets that everyone has. There is a shortage. There is a shortage. Uh, that's the rest of my little thing. And then... Um, a pledge from China's central bank to support the property sector, a major consumer of the metal, um, was in there, and I've got some other stuff that was there too. But that's my copper spiel. Uh, that was all that I really had to talk about that one. Oh, yeah, and then we can get on okay. okay, what do you got next? We quick, quickly uh, cover NVIDIA. Yep. NVIDIA's uh, results. NVIDIA. Beautiful. Yeah, there's the chart. We see yep. tapping over 500 again, coming off a little bit on the back of their results. Mm -hmm. Overall, it was they were super strong results um, mm -hmm. for the their fourth quarter. Sorry, I think their fiscal fourth quarter, four hundred two EPS versus three three uh, three dollars thirty seven expected, eighteen point one two billion in revenue versus sixteen point one eight billion. So that's growth of twenty six percent. Yeah. Um, data sediment revenue uh, was fourteen point five one billion, so up two hundred seventy nine percent on the last quarter. Um, the corresponding quarter. Sorry. Uh, Q4 revenue forecasts were of 20 billion, but it was uh, some comments around China, and we have spoken about this extensively for the last few months because of the new restrictions that were brought in by Biden and Co. So they're yeah. saying that because of these new export restrictions, sales to China would decline significantly in Q4 due to these export bans. China makes up 20 to 25 percent of their data center revenue, um, and they're unsure of the magnitude of the impact of the, at this stage. So, um, but they did go and say afterwards they expect the decline to be more than offset by strong growth in other regions. So this is where we're at with uh, Nvidia. This is the sort of the true test of um, AI chip uh, demand and strength. You know, was it all China? 
we'll soon find out what demand is like ex-China now. Um, they're saying it's going to be fine. So were they prioritising China sales uh, for the last 12 months on these chips to rush all those chips out to get them in before the bans um, came into place or a lot stronger and so these uh, these buyers could stockpile these graphics cards? Um, and so now they can distribute to the rest of the world uh, more more accordingly. So that's what we'll look for over the next few quarters. They do have a new chip coming out in um, the second quarter next year, which um, will be a lot more powerful than the current most powerful AI chip, the H100. The oh, the H100. Yeah, the GH200 is coming. Yeah, GH200, that's a processor. 141 yeah, yeah. gigabyte memory versus 80 gigabyte currently on the H. That is a lot of gigabytes, double. mate. That is a lot of gigabytes. Uh, what, what it does, so instead of having to stack a lot of these H100s, you'll be using less more, less of these GH200s, which you know um, lowers your power consumption, yeah, um, yeah, which is a good, good thing. Yeah. Um, so obviously, <laughs> can this drive more revenue growth, et cetera? I mean, NVIDIA... You know, the question is always going to be, can they stay at the forefront of innovation being number one? They currently maintain about 80% of the GPU market. Um, eventually, I think someone's going to catch up and in, in into that. Uh, it's just a matter of when. Um, Man, I'm, getting the mail, time... I'm getting the mail that to, just, to, just to maybe just lighten, um, if not get out. I actually had someone who's in tech send me a note and just goes short in video. I've just gone, man, I'm not... Mm. I'm, I'm dumb, but I'm not we stupid. We can see there, see there on the <laughs> chart. Still, yeah, you can see there on the chart. The um, that 400 is seems to have uh, been support three or four times there. So it looks like we'll come back down to that 400 if it can't hold there around 320. Uh, you know that what? Gap there. Let's be. Let's put a view. In it. I'll short it down. Yeah. To, I'll short it down to 400. Okay, we'll see how we go. Short down. Yeah, that's that's fine. I'm. I'd be happy with that trade. Um, oh, I'm. Buy. I'm a I'll big buy. Out of I the think money I'm a, puts. You're down there. I'm big buyer okay. at 320. Eventually, that gap has to be filled. I think. There you go, Stan. Um, and I think um, we got to we got to keep rolling. What uh, what are your copper uh, copper plays? Sorry, we had we had um, talk about copper before. Copper, copper, yeah, copper. Yeah, look, copper, I mean, copper. in Australia, um, obviously you got the uh, the the wire uh, ETF. I think that's probably your best your best bet. Uh, uh, yeah, I, know. I think it's yeah. Globex. It's Globex because um, you don't like supporting competitors in the ETF space, see? <laughs> And they're also it, it covers everything uh, you yep. need in terms of copper. BHP Rio are in there, but also Glencore and all the big guys are also in one. there. Um, on the Australian exchange, in terms of direct shares, you've got BHP and Rio. No more yep. Oz Minerals because obviously BHP took them over. So Thanks, you're guys. looking at the real micro small cap space then. You could go Owen Hecate's Group 29 Metals. Uh, 29, 29M is the code for that. Um, yep. They've come off significantly. Um, oh, I, I've mentioned them before, but I really like Havilah, very, very small cap, um, yep. high risk sort of gear. Have one million tons of copper in ground, um, proven probable sort of resource here in South Australia. Uh, BHP actually have the rights to buy that project outright. Um, and if they That's were right. to take that on, it would so be that worth 29, about 29M. Did you say it was 29M is the own Hegarty Group, 29 Metals. Yep. Havilah is HAV is the other H-A-V. group. Um, they're the ones BHP buy. has the, the uh, rights on. Um, and it's worth about 70 cents a share if they do go ahead with it. Um, and their current price is around 25 cents a share. Okay. So, Fantastic. Yeah, but very high risk stuff um, as well. Oh, mate, we'll see. This is a high risk podcast. Yeah. Speaking of high risk stuff, 
Irish stuff, try and take on the Detroit Lions when they are. Oh, I don't want to give those away. Hang on a second. The, the Detroit, look at this, look at this stats. And I had it here. Uh, this is Jay Cuda. I have some bad news for the Lions. This is this is posted last night. So this is it's currently yep. Friday, so Thanksgiving in America. Um, mm-hmm. The Lions game is always the the highlight of this one. Lions versus Packers um, was one of the first games today. Since the American League, uh, the AFL and NFL merger, they are 0 and 12 on Thanksgiving when the moon is in a waxing gibbous phase. Tomorrow, it may stats that matter. Tomorrow is a yep. waxing gibbous. Therefore, the Lions were set to lose. They lost 22 to 29, I believe, to they did. The, Packers, the Packers of Green Bay. Stats that yeah. matter when they matter. I could have used that. I could have used that tweet two days ago. I said that for free. Um, exactly. You want, me to, you want me to go first with my tips? Yeah, go for it, mate. Dank trader, dank trader. I'm just going to get a little video while I do this. Dank trader, four thousand, four thousand, three thousand. Which thousand mm-hmm. is he? Four thousand has just been has been providing nothing but the purest, the purest gold tips, uh, and he's uh, he really has just been generating some real revenue for punters out there. Not that this is a gambling podcast, uh, unless you talk about the small cap copper stocks. So um, what's he got for us today? Uh, I pull it up as I talk. Okay. Dank trade of 4,000s, NFL locks. The team listed first at the line, listed in order of likelihood. Uh, the Browns of Cleveland at Denver uh, with one and a half start. He loves that. Beautiful. He thinks that the Giants against the Patriots of New England with a three-and-a-half start. I think they'll need more, but mm-hmm. go ahead. And the Buffaloes versus the Philadelphias uh, with a start mm-hmm. of three-and-a-half points on that as well. So he's, he's, taken the, he's taken the underdogs in each of those mm-hmm. games. Um, he thinks it's going to be a rough It's going to be a rough whole couple of days this Thanksgiving time can do it. But uh, either way, like, what, what did he get? He got three, three out of four or something last week. Just absolutely He gold. did. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. He's really he's he's providing some great work. Thank you for that. We're going to get him more involved in the show too, as well with with all the work that he's done. So thanks a lot for that, Dank. I look forward to working mm, with you. Thank you, Heath. Show us show us the goodies. What do you got? I have I have the the opposite of one of his uh, bets again. No, we're doing this again. I got, <laughs> again, two, I got two yeah, portfolio got, managers against each other. Go on. I've got uh, the Eagles at uh, negative three and a half uh, versus the Bills on Monday. I think uh, they'll win by more than that. Okay. Um and uh, yeah, take it right up to the Bills. The Eagles are on fire, are fantastic. Probably the best team in the comp at the moment, with yeah. uh, Mahomes and uh, the Chiefs uh, going down. Uh, was last week, I think. Um, okay. I think they're yes. the best in the comp. If Mahomes, my, my nine is aren't far behind. In his defence, yeah. Mahomes is putting it where it needs to be. It's the problem is that he has an entire team who seem to just like have hands like feet. It's just it's doesn't have the wide receivers. Mm. It doesn't have. He doesn't. He's got anyway. Anyway, it's mm. great, I, and I mean, I'm glad that there is a there is a wide receiver out there who still managed to to succeed and go as far as he had in the NFL, even though he was born without any hands. It's uh, it's incredible. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a joke. All right, um, mate, we're about ready to wrap it up That's now. It. We're already over time. Thank you very much for joining us. Don't forget Tuesday. I'm doing the ensemble thing. Um, don't forget if you know any advisors that want to come and work here at Barclay Pearson, please let me know. Always happy to do it. Thank you very much, Heath Moss, for everything that you've done. Thank you. And uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day. Uh, TD23 is a go. I repeat, it is a go. Thanks very much, everyone. Have a good weekend. See you later, guys. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.